and welcome back to Real Clear with Dr. Klein, the crossroads of politics and psychology. If you would like to listen to ad-free episodes and have access to daily and weekly releases, essays, and other membership perks, and you also want to help in the production of this program, go to realclearpodcast.com and click subscribe. There are a lot of places in this world where you can put your money, and so I thank you for considering membership to realclearpodcast.com. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Good morning, folks. Monday, September 25th, 2023. Again, this week, I'm going to have Professor Wilfred Riley on with me Thursday to analyze the debate that's coming up on Wednesday evening, the second GOP debate for the 2024 presidential elections. So don't miss what I release with Professor Riley. For today, I'm going to read to you the rough draft of a new book that I've been working on. It's called A Claim to American Sanity. I'm going to read to you a brief introduction and then a short segment. I hope you enjoy it. Part 1. The Problem The path toward American sanity can only be achieved by correctly diagnosing the pathology from which the country has been suffering in recent decades. We live in a time of utter irrationality, collective psychotic functioning, and where people with severe personality disorders are dictating the terms of public discourse. In order to clear a path forward, toward the sane and civilized discourse that I desire, this book will take you on a theme park ride through the pathological functioning in the America's extreme factions of both the left and far right in order to help us identify a rational functioning where the faculties of reason can be reclaimed. Ultimately, I hope that you find and you will absorb the capacity to understand the problems facing this country at present and that you will develop a willingness to speak truthfully out loud about what is reasonable. Western civilization will certainly crumble down to its foundations if citizens are threatened into silence by mentally ill activists. I would like for you to feel bolder, more grounded in reason, and more confident in your perceptions of reality. And yes, there is one reality. We each see it from our own vantage point, and so a looking-glass affects our perception— but there is a reality that must be approached on its own grounds. I am a clinical psychologist and psychoanalyst in private practice. This is my attempt to help steer the country in the right direction. There is but one intended purpose to this book, to present normal and non-pathological positions regarding critical topics. The effect of borderline and narcissistic personalities on these topics are tearing the United States and the West apart from the inside. Normal, rational, empirical discussions need to replace the collective pathology that has metastasized in our culture. I hope you find the following essay chapters to be sober, reasonable, well-intentioned, and somewhat provocative. It seems that anything based in reason and evidence is provocative these days. So to say it simply, this book is a collection a collection of normal reactions to combat our collective hysteria. If you are an overly sensitive person who enters into anaphylactic shock in the presence of ideas that do not conform to the latest virtue signals, you may not want to turn the page. For the rest of you, I very much hope that you enjoy the fruits of my labor and truly hope that this book helps in some small way bring us toward a center where we can make sense together through contrasting of ideas against reality. Now, imagine that you are on trial in the near future 
your crime is alleged to be that you said something that caused violence to someone's emotions. You tell yourself that such charges cannot be legitimate and that there is no way that such laws could actually be in place that extend limitations on the First Amendment that have always been in place, incitement to violence, etc., to words that cause others to feel anxious. You further tell yourself that even if such laws somehow passed in some sort of fluke, a jury of your peers would review everything in the same light as you do, and they will quickly find you not guilty. When you arrive to your first day of court, however, you realize that you are in serious trouble. The jury is composed of the newest generation, and as you look upon the troubled faces of the youth of yesterday, now adults, you remember who is actually deciding your fate. You remember that this is the generation of people who consumed college courses that told them that speech, which one feels strongly offended by, is hate speech, and that if they read or hear something that is upsetting in class, that they are entitled to run to a safe space room at a college in order to read magazines, eat candy, and lay in beanbags. I'm not making that up. In essence, you realize that you are in serious trouble. You are charged with something that would take a jury of crazy people to convict you for. And you are sitting in front of a jury of people who have much higher levels of borderline and narcissistic personalities, provably, than any group in history. The more pressing problem, however, is that they do not know that they have these problems, and they do not view their pathology as problems in the first place. They grew up in a society that reinforced their pathology, and so they have no framework through which to observe their own sickness. They do not use insight about their own minds, and that which is not taken into insight about oneself is usually discharged onto and acted out towards others. You are the person onto whom the collective pathology will be discharged. You are entitled to a jury of your peers, and since good people remained quiet for decades, and though the insanity and thought the insanity would wind down, that is, on its own. You are about to experience the full reach of justice, albeit not very poetic justice. You are about to be sent to prison for offending someone's emotional sensitivity. For anyone who thinks that I made up a wild story there, just be glad you're not living in Norway. A woman is currently awaiting trial for the exact crime that I described previously, and she may face up to three years in prison. Fox News reports that a Tanji Jevon, a lesbian filmmaker and actress, was informed on November 17, 2022, that she's under investigation for speaking out against a prominent Norwegian activist on Facebook named Jentoff, who happens to be a, quote, transgender female that often refers to herself as a lesbian mother. And Jevon posted on her Facebook and she's under investigation for this, for a crime of saying, it's just as impossible for men to become a lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes, unquote. Now, regardless of your position on the gender topic these days, the point here is that this woman is facing prison time. She's undergoing criminal investigation for offending someone else. You could substitute the topic for another cultural topic. It doesn't matter. The issue here is going to prison for offending someone else's emotional sensitivity. 
And Norway has a minister of culture and reality who weighed in on this topic. Imagine that, a Western society that has a minister of culture and reality and is putting people on criminal trial for saying wrong speak. If this story does not convince you that the West is crumbling under a mass delusional crisis, nothing will. People are being investigated and jailed for speech that offends other people. The lawmakers and activists who are pushing for these sorts of movements are severely mentally ill, and they need to be recognized as such. They are not the problem, however. We are in the rational middle, allowing them the pathway to an exaggerated sense of power and importance through our silence and abstention. The time has far passed where it is permissible for any of us to remain silent. It is a duty to speak out in your community where insanity is percolating. I might add that it has always been a moral mandate to speak out against cultural insanity. There was once a time in America where towns identified and burned witches, and there were sober judges that put a stop to that. It was a collective, rational discourse that ended such a delusional act. It is our main purpose now to stop the rapid decay of the so-called progressive movements and also of strange, paranoid, far-right reactive positions, which I will identify further in the book. Okay, folks, well, that is the introduction, part of it, to a new book that I'm writing, and I hope you enjoy it. I'll be with you soon. Take care.